we are here in Agma's office and Creative Finland's office. We have a very prestigious group of visitors here from South Caucasus. I would like to introduce you first, Mr. Gela Suli from Georgia. Thank you. Uh, tell me a little bit about Georgian creative industries and the situation over there, and what kind of development plans and challenges you have in Georgia. We can talk mm -hmm. about South Caucasus at um, the same time. First of all, thank you so much for having us here. Creative industries, uh, Georgia and the Caucasus, uh, I have to say it's a very creative region. We love music, we love dance, uh, we have very long cultural traditions. Mm -hmm. uh, when we speak about creative industries, uh, it's almost like a combination of creativity and industries. So it's, it's relatively new. It's making your culture or making your creativity and identifying industries that actually uh, work well, sell goods or services, and create jobs, and uh, support uh, well-beings of people. People like artists, musicians, dancers, architects, designers. In Georgia, the uh, industry has been developing very fast. Uh, for the last, I would say, five years, there have been a number of very interesting developments, everything from creating very special and very widely supported cultural spaces where a lot of uh, creatives go, and also a lot of organizations that either support artists or uh, organize very interesting exhibits or support festivals, some of them international. And these are fields that cover uh, really wide, uh, wide areas. It could be movie, it could be theater, it could be design, it could be dance. Uh, as many uh, artists and many creatives, a lot of people face uh, the same problem. It's funding. And it's also second most important part, and one of the reasons why we are in Finland, is to find the ways to try to commercialize your service or your art. Mm. It's something that's been uh, challenging or somewhat problematic. There are a lot of very, very talented people in the Caucasus, but... Mm. Most people would say that uh, one of the major challenges they face is to try to, uh, number one, to commercialize their art in the region, and even better, try to sell their stuff, mm -hmm. their services, their craft um, abroad. Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons we are in Finland is to learn how Finns manage to do that. Any particular, you personally, uh, now you've been traveling back and forth to Finland for several times this year, Something very, you know, Finnish or some key learnings that you found here or? You know, what I'm trying to learn in particular in Finland, besides creative industries, there are some activities that I very much admire. Uh, for example, gaming industry, which for, for mm. me is a kind of part creative industry, part tech industry. I'm also very interested in the startup developments, which Finns have uh, incredible experience in. My first visit was actually during Slush, which is, as you know, the, one of the largest international startup events. So it's something that uh, uh, allows me to almost take a peek at what's happening not only in Finland, but in the Nordic countries, mm -hmm. because uh, I think Finland is one of the leaders in the Nordic countries in terms of how successful its startups are and its uh, entrepreneurs. So my uh, kind of area of interest besides creative industries is to look at successful entrepreneurial cases, how Finns manage to do it, 
and how Finnish ecosystem as a whole in creative industries in tech industries support their development. Mm-hmm. And maybe there are similarities with say Georgia because in Finland we have we don't have the so-called old money but we had to go and find it outside and this is probably why slush was invented in the first place. So Yeah. It's, it's actually a very interesting and very acute observation because uh, all the money, speaking of money, of course there is money in every single country, uh, people mm. make money in, in very traditional ways, but I think when you need to support something new, like creative industries or even startups, besides money, what is required is a certain knowledge mm. or even uh, approach to uh, like a young uh, entrepreneurs and Usually it's a young money, mm-hmm. let's say, or a young uh, service. People, I mean, I'm not speaking about age, of course, I'm speaking about uh, mentality. And uh, I think if you are a kind of modern society and if you have a lot of entrepreneurs, this new approach uh, is much more uh, successful than just a very traditional kind of old money approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a very uh, kind of egalitarian uh, way of supporting Even startups, which by itself is an entrepreneurial endeavor, you invest money and you expect to receive return. So instead of one rich guy, for example, funding uh, like one particular company, you have ways to uh, create like a syndicate or 10 people, sometimes even 20 people. Some of them could be middle class, some of them could be just retired executives, some of them, oh, I don't know, maybe artists, and um, they see a potential in the company. They have a knowledge about this particular industry and people get together and they raise enough funds to support a startup. I think that's excellent. We would love to replicate the same thing in um, in our region, in Georgia or in Armenian mm-hmm. rules. I'm sure you will do. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Mila. you.